We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our Off the Carousel series, where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the Division I ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Carousel with the Field of 68. My name is Greg Waddell, and I am pleased to be joined by Florida Gulf Coast head coach Pat Chambers. Pat, first of all, congratulations. I can see you're in like a bit of a sunroom setting right now. How is that <laughs> weather down in Fort Myers right now? It's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's like 80, 88, sunny. Uh, it, it's definitely... Uh, Waking up and putting sunscreen on every morning for me has been been a little, it's definitely been different, but uh, I'm joyful and grateful for it. Oh, I bet you are. So you're an East Coast guy through your entire life as far as career goes. Now you're down South. How does that translate? Different brand of basketball? What are the big differences in this new area and the challenges that that brings to you? So personally, I lived down here after Penn State. So I was down here for, you know, about eight, nine or 10 months, uh, especially during the pandemic. So I was down there during that time. So I was able to kind of get the lay of the land and, and understand what it is to live in the South. So I'm really enjoying it personally for my wife and my children. That was a really big part of this that we already knew the area pretty well. As far as career, you're correct. I did have some some uh, good fortune with uh, some Floridians, you know, Jamari Wheeler being one and close relationships to some of the powerhouses in Florida, IMG, Mount Bird, you know, obviously the Rock and some of the other great schools um, 
that are down there. So I did, I did have some relationships. I was able to recruit the South before. Um, but again, you have to pick things up. You got to, you got to go out and meet people and, and they have to get to know you. And especially, you know, if you're from the Northeast. So that's what we've been working on myself and my staff. So Gulf Coast coming off a pretty successful season, 22 and 10 last year. It's not often in college basketball that off a winning season like that, a coach is let go from the school. That's what happens with Michael Fly. Does that sort of speak to the standard of success that Florida Gulf Coast is looking for for their program? Yeah, I mean, Coach Fly did a did a great job. 20 plus wins is is a big deal. Um, but they do have high standards. Um, obviously, Andy did a great job when he was here. And look what he's doing at USC. Joe Dooley did a great job when he was here. So uh, the bar is set high. The standard is set high. And uh, coming from the Big Ten, I have an idea or a clue what that feels like or what that looks like. And, you know, hopefully we can ca- capture the same magic that I did in 2020 and, and bring it down here and, and find some success. So there were five seniors on last year's roster. And obviously in, in the world of college basketball today, roster churn is a very big thing. How do you go about starting to replace some of the experience that might be leaving the team after last season? It, it, it's a, it's a never ending question. What is the right model um, to, to hold on to for, for long-term success and consistency and sustainability you know, we always talk about culture. How do you have a culture when your roster's flipping every single year? Can you have a culture? You know, I look at the Miami Heat and say, they've done it. How And how have they done it? Um, you know, Pat Riley and Spo have done such a good job. And just matter of fact, I'm in, the Florida, in Florida, so it kind of fits what I, what I think. Um, look, we have to go on the portal. Um, you you want to go you know, vet everybody and get guys and families that fit what you're trying to do. Um, I also want high school kids, uh, you know, the, they need to be talked about more. I think the high school kids, the kid that's getting left out of all of this. And we all know who the top 50 players are. They're pretty clear cut, maybe even top 75, but 75 up. It's like, you know, th- those kids are, are, you know, searching and hoping and wishing and praying for opportunities. And our rosters are full. Their scholarships are full. Everybody wants to stay, get old and stay old. I I had my best teams when we were older. Um, So, I mean, you you can understand why coaches and staffs are doing that. So I'm trying to find a, a happy medium where I can have a culture when I, where I can have accountability and my pillars of excellence with the group of guys that we're bringing in. And, and if I can stay away from the one and dones or, and have multi-year guys, at least I give myself a chance for, for some sort of culture or, or foundation in our program. So one guy who was a, a massive part of the foundation last season for Florida Gulf Coast, Tavian Dunmartin, you were familiar with his game from your days in the A-10. Uh, for him to transfer to Gulf Coast, have the success that he did. One, is that a surprise to you knowing his game? And two, is that sort of a model you might be able to replicate bringing in guys from other levels now through the portal to Gulf Coast where they can really blossom and reach a new level of their game? You know, uh, Tavion, it didn't surprise me. If you recall, I coached against him when he was at Duquesne. Uh, we, We had an amazing game 
uh, in Pittsburgh that came down to, to the wire. Uh, but he was a terrific scorer then. So when I was watching film before I landed the job at FGCU, it doesn't surprise me what he did down there. Um, and I'm happy for him and I got to know him and our guys worked him out. So a, a really good relationship with him and connection with him. And, and it, it obviously going into the portal and guys seeing that it's not going to hurt uh, the fact that we were, you know, you get a guy like Tavion, you get a guy like Kevin Samuels who had, they both had success, um, success down here. We're, we're just trying to do it a little bit differently. Those guys were, just here one year we're trying to get multi-year guys that want to be a part of it because again I, I want some type of consistency and when you get consistency you you know that that's going to be good for your program that's going to be really good for the locker room and, and and hopefully that consistency turns into to wins and success yeah one guy who is coming in for you chase johnston 13th in the country last season and threes made uh, I, I'm assuming he could potentially be a multi-year guy for you guys. What does that look like? What's how's he going to fit into the team next year? I, I, I'm just overjoyed that we were able to land Chase. Uh, truthfully, I didn't I didn't think we were going to get him. I, I'm just being transparent. Um, and, and when he came on his visit, I thought it was just a visit to you know just to say hey we're 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 local and we're, we're just going to swing through. And when he you know, canceled his one visit to a power five school and decided to stay, man, we, we uh, my staff and I, and, and the rest of the guys, because the players are the best recruiters. The players are the ones saying, Hey, come join us. Hey, come be a part of this. Hey, this is what we're doing here over the last month with the new coaching and coaching staff. So I'm grateful to our players and then for, Ch for Chase and his family to have the courage to say, you know what, I'm not going to, go to the power five. I'm going to play here at FGCU with us. It just spoke volumes of him and his character. And he's about winning. He's about being in the gym. So I think that just elevates, look, these guys, you know, again, going off last year, they made 10 threes a game last year. <laughs> so, you know, you add chase to the mix along with Isaiah Thompson from Purdue. Now, now we're, we're talking about, we have some speed. We have some guys that can make threes. We have some guys that, um, like Andre Weir, who have, hasn't really shown much yet, but, man, working with him, we have a really good inside-out threat. Um, so I, I'm really excited about what's here and what we can build on. So you mentioned Isaiah Thompson. I was telling you before we jumped on this call, I'm from Big Ten country. Uh, you're obviously familiar with Isaiah from your days in that conference as well. What were your early impressions back when you used to coach against Isaiah, and how did that lead to him now playing for you at Florida Gulf Coast? Yeah, it, it, a lot of twists, a lot of turns. Uh, but I do think my relationship with Matt Painter and PJ, his brother, uh, my staff did a great job. And the, uh, just being familiar with one another. And he knows uh, former players of mine, Lamar, uh, Jamari Wheeler. And they were able to speak uh, to my relationship with them and my coaching. And, uh, you know, I did pull out the scout. I had to pull out the old scout report. <laughs> and he started a bunch of games. So it's not like we're getting a kid who was deep on the, on the bench. We're getting a kid who has started and played significant minutes. Uh, and I, nobody knows <laughs> better than, uh, than me than about the big 10 and how hard that is. So I, I'm really looking for him to make an impact, uh, to be a leader. Um, 
and, and to be great in the locker room and, you know, pass down the work ethic that he's created uh, under Matt. And uh, I think it's just a great, it's a great marriage. And, and again, being a part of the Big Ten and having a little bit of relationship, I really do believe helped us in the regard to, to land one of a, a really prized recruit for us. So I think when the casual college basketball fan thinks of Florida Gulf Coast, the first thing that comes to mind is Dunk City, the high-flying, crazy tournament run from almost a decade ago at this point. I was looking back through the profiles of some of the teams you've coached throughout your career. You've coached fast teams. You've coached slow teams. It seems to me that you've sort of molded your style year to year based on the personnel that you have. How do you want to play at Florida Gulf Coast? Yeah, it's a great question. I tailor to our players. Um, You know, we have the Villanova slash Penn State slash BU, all the places I've been. LaSalle, I was there last year with Ash. And you kind of just throw that all together. And and we do have a foundation. We do have our consistency. We do have our four out one. And we do have our defensive principles. Some of the some of those things will not change. Um, I think I got to get under the hood a little bit to see where our guys are as far as defensive schemes and what they feel most comfortable with offensively. I, I obviously we have a ton of three point shooters. They made threes last year, Andre Weir, big sand, Josiah Shackelford. We have some, some really good big men, um, on our roster. And then we have some sleepers that guys, you know, Zach, Zach Anderson was great last year. Uh, Dakota rivers is an unknown still, but man, he's really impressed in our workouts so far and we have really good guards. So I'd like to say, if you look at my last three years of Penn state, we averaged 70 plus points, which is uh, you being a Midwesterner, you know how difficult that can be (laughs) with those great coaches and players in that league. I think it's going to be something similar to that. I think we're going to get it out quickly. We're going to see if we can get some early offense. If not, we're going to go fast to slow and, and, and get into some of the things that you saw, you know, throughout my career at Penn State or throughout uh, my time at Villanova. Some of those concepts that really have helped us either get threes or get to the free throw line. I think that's going to be really important um, for us to be successful because there's going to be nights where we're not going to make threes. And we got to make sure that we have a plan B or a solution. Uh, I'm watching these. I'm sorry to bring up the NBA playoffs, but I'm watching the playoffs. And man, when I'm watching some of these teams play defense, it's like for 82 games. And now you see these guys (laughs) play so tough, so physical. It's for me as a coach, for me as a coach, it's it's been a joy to watch because you need to guard and you need to defend and you need to rebound the basketball. So. You know, they averaged 77 last year. I don't know if we're going to average that much, but we will push the ball uh, like I did my last couple of years in the Big Ten. All right, I'll leave you with this. If you're comfortable, if you're willing to share, what's what's your most fun looking back recruiting story that you'd be willing to share with us? Oh, wow. Recruiting story. Uh, Man, we had so much fun. Um, We had so much fun. (laughs) at Penn State. I had such a good crew of Ergo, who's now the head coach of Fordham. Jimmy Ferry, who's now the head coach of UMBC. Kevin Freeman, who's now in development, doing awesome. Ross Conn, and these guys were, we, we'd be, we, we just, look. I, I, all right, I got one. I got one. I, I, um, my rental car didn't show up at a, so we flew private the one time and my rental car didn't show up. I bribed uh, a young man 
$250 to borrow his car, stick shift, uh, like just probably from 1988. And uh, I borrowed, I, I paid him 250 I need to borrow your car. I have to get to this game. If I don't get to this game, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to lose, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to lose this recruit. So that was up in Connecticut. Uh, I remember it like it was yesterday and we did not get the recruit. So I had a, I wish I had a better ending, but it was hilarious. And the other thing was I had my son with me. I brought my son with me and he's looking at me like, dad, uh, this car is like, you know, it's kind of (laughs) old. Well, at least you can blame the the car, right? If it would have worked out, great. But if there's somebody else, you can put the blame on. Great, no, no question. And then he says, "My my son says, Dad, do, do you know how to drive that? You know, it was stick shift." He's like, "Do you know how to drive?" Stick? <laughs> uh, if I go, this funny, funny story, especially being with your son, and he's looking at me like I was nuts. So there's my one story. You, you, now you got to answer for this. Do you know how to drive stick shift? A hundred percent. I'm a throwback. <laughs> I'm a throwback. Oh, I'm sorry I even had to ask that, but you left the door open. We had to get the answers for the people. Uh, Pat, thank you. Thank you so much for this, man. Good luck this season. I know I'm looking forward to watching you guys, and I think uh, Florida Gulf Coast fans everywhere probably feel the same way. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for having me on. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.